0: Welcome to one more episode, Micro Podcast, Digital Transformation Digital 4.0 and Emerging Technologies. I am Vijay Gunti and I am the host. With me is Jasjit Singh. Jasjit is trusted advisor for your digital transformation journey and transitioning to future networks to provide transactive energy services in performance driven markets. Jasjit, welcome to our show. Can you please introduce yourself to the audience?
1: Thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, it is all my pleasure. So my quick introduction is I'm very passionate about the future networks, uh, the way how energy would be delivered to the consumers in the next 20, 30 years, and what kind of digital technologies that is available to us to make it happen. So I worked in the global markets uh, in North America, uh, in the European markets, UK market, Middle East market, and now I'm working in the Australia market. Uh, bringing the wealth of experience from the domain perspective, uh, experience from the digital technologies perspective, and how do we converge the IT, OT, and the digital technologies together so as to deliver the better value for the customers. So I've been on this journey for almost now 16 years now, Vijay, and I definitely look forward to the exciting conversation with you.
0: Good to know, Jayshith. uh So, my next question is about what are the business benefits, challenges you see in adoption of digital transformation for utilities, and how do you think COVID has affected the business models, Jai? I think
1: that's a great question, which uh, is so I take it in a two parts. Uh, the first part, which is on the business benefits and the challenges in terms of adoption. So, benefits are somewhat clear. Vijay, that we know the whole ecosystem of electricity industry is changing with the you know the emergence of the distributed energy resources, uh, with a lot of customers actually becoming self-sufficient in terms of putting the solar panels on the rooftops, you know, having electric vehicles, having batteries in the in the house. So they are becoming energy sufficient. So there are, you know, business benefits when you bring in the digital technologies as a utility. Uh, you can actually stay along with the consumers. You can actually make sure the two-way electricity flow is still going to be more affordable, uh, reliable, and always being beneficial to the consumers the way it has been previously. And then how you can actually provide more consumer choices as well in the next 10 to 20 years. So the business benefits are there in terms of the cost optimization, uh, in terms of providing the reliable Uh, services in terms of this is electricity services right? the challenges part is definitely is worth um, understanding and having a chat because the challenges to this journey when we speak about the next 20 years is all about how do we bring everyone on the journey so if you take an example in the network operator utility how do you make the cultural shift happen along with the technology shift So the culture has to change and adopt in terms of the new digital emerging technologies. And we need to make that happen by providing a sense of trust, by letting people know what is in it for them. So we are able to, you know, make sure do the best of the technology part. We are able to do the best of the business part. But if you're not able to bring the people along, I think that is where the biggest challenges remains in the industry. The another Challenges from the technology perspective, if I say, they are more around the data perspective. uh, When you have to embark on any of the ambitious programs, uh, the typical challenges that comes up is the people, is the process part, is the data part, is the technology part and the architecture part. I think those challenges can be well thought upon before you embark on the uh, digital transformation journey. Uh, you can actually overcome those challenges much more easily, rather than you actually being coming up as a surprise element. So those those are benefits and the challenges in terms of the a common digital transformation journey for utilities. From the COVID perspective, I think uh, it has deeply affected the business models. So again, if you take an example in terms of the um, the transmission and distribution utilities now because of the COVID 19. There are many things in terms of asset management, maintenance, works management, the new capital projects, everything has been impacted. So you cannot actually frequently visit the sites. You cannot actually frequently do the maintenance part as you were actually doing in the past. So what happens now is that there is a less of the opportunity being in the field and you need to rely more on the digital technologies. So I think the COVID-19 has just reiterated the fact that you know we need to have a more intelligence Um, at our disposal so we can actually make those decisions when exactly we need to visit and service the assets, when exactly we need to go and do the capital projects, how exactly I can change my workforce and have the right people with the right skills at the right time so I can avoid uh, any of the other things that's coming out of the COVID-19 virus. So there are different uh, business models uh, that's now coming up as well. Uh, whether we talk about consumers' part, whether we talk about the network operators' part. And I think all of those can be actually dealt with the help of the human factor and the digital technologies.
0: Uh, Thanks, Jajit, for sharing your experiences uh, and also the uh, the insights you shared on uh, benefits, challenges, and business models. So my next question is about uh, on the case studies. Can you also share some of your Use cases, projects, case studies, pilots, POC, you worked or working, and what are your experiences there?
1: Sure. Um. Again, um, from my background perspective, I've been working on most of the digital transformation projects, uh, and I take some examples uh, just to talk through what is my experience in these projects. So, as a, at the at the moment, we are currently working on a, a very ambitious asset data modeling project where we are actually helping the uh, network utility to understand how they can make better decisions on the assets. So be it about maximizing the life of the assets, be about uh, predicting the unplanned failures, which can be very devastating to the environment, or also understanding you know, what sort of a reliability risk that they pose, if the, any of the asset has to go down. Specifically in the uh, Australian markets, there's a lot of risk in the bushfires, and that is typically being started by the assets like you know the pull top assets and the other assets in the, in, in the field. So we are trying to bring the entire data ecosystem together by using the innovative data modeling and the data confidence techniques. So the asset managers can have those insights available where they can actually predict uh, when their assets are going to fail and what kind of interventions are required. So any of these catastrophic failures can be avoided. So similarly, there are another projects that we are working in terms of helping utilities to uh, maximize their benefits from the digital investments. You know, when you talk about predictive modeling, machine learning, AI, most of these projects uh, when utilities embark, they typically, uh, they tend to lose out on some of the basic things like, you know, the availability of the right data, availability of the right use cases, and having those benefits already identified and knowing that what is my confidence factor to achieve those benefits. So we are currently helping some of the clients in terms of like, you know, understanding the journey before you actually start, know what exactly you need on the hand, you understand your operating model in the future. So you understand what kind of skills, capabilities, uh, systems, the data, and the intelligence that is required to make those decisions. So that will actually help in a variety of things. So whether you talk about consumers engagement, whether we talk about the asset management, the one example that I've shared before, or whether you talk about the uh, future networks planning, So that is another project that we did last year, very exciting one, where you help understand utilities. The future is not a like-for-like replacement. When you have to expand on building more capital projects in the networks, uh, you don't really have to build it the way you have built in the last hundred years. So the way electricity would be delivered in next 20 to 30 years would be very different. It would not probably be through the large connected microgrids, Sorry, the large connected grids, but rather through a micro grids, the small pockets, the standalone power systems, where you do not necessarily need to be connected with the major grids. So it is going to be a very different experience, and in order to make that happen, there is a technical and cultural shift that has to happen at the back end of the utilities. So these are some of the uh, the top line. Uh, the use cases or the projects that I've been involved in the last couple of years. Of course, previously I've been working in the US and the Canada markets on the, more specifically on AI and the machine learning technologies, where we specifically talk about the adoption of you know, the different techniques, whether to deploy uh, the random forest techniques or regression techniques or whether to do decision trees, the variety of the techniques in the AI and machine learning, to solve the different kinds of problems that the utilities face.
0: Uh, thanks for sharing the use cases. Uh, yeah, I think the future is about, as you rightly mentioned, the microgids uh, for the utilities versus the smart grids, uh, which we see at least in the next 23 years widely prevalent. So my next question is about the emerging technologies. I think we have been hearing a lot about internet of things, machine learning, artificial intelligence, blockchain, so and so forth how do you think and what do you think are the key role uh, to be played by digital emerging technologies for industry 4.0 era?
1: I think that's a very important question, uh, Vijay. So uh, again, there's no dearth of emerging technologies. We have seen, like you mentioned, industrial IoT, we've got predictive analytics, um, machine learning, and the variety of the AI techniques. We've got sensors, we've got design thinking, uh, we've got you know, the adoption of the cloud and in terms of the architectures, you've got stateless architectures. There is There are a variety of emerging technologies. So how, how do we use those technologies so we can deliver a benefit for the clients? And again, in this example, I would be focused on the uh, transmission and distribution operators. It is, I think, bringing the technologies Uh, domain and the market. So these are the three key elements that anybody has to bring together so we can deliver this value to the stakeholders. If we understand the domain part, uh, which is a basic thing, we understand the markets, how to play in a given market, wherever you are, if you are in the US, you are in Canada, you are in Australia, you have to play by the market, the regulatory rules. And the third is the adoption of the digital. So when we bring these three things to a common intersection point, and then figure it out that what are my business problems? Why do I want to solve these things? And then how do I want to solve these things? Then these technologies becomes the mechanisms that, okay, we can apply AI, we can apply machine learning. I need to collect more data, so I need probably IoT or I need to do a bit more predictive intelligence so I can apply these uh, the algorithms and the techniques so I can predict what is going to happen in the future. So my, my takeaway from the projects and my experience is that we should not start doing these technologies because these are the emerging technologies, but we should find out the business problems first and then pick up, okay, what kind of technologies are at disposal that we can actually leverage in a more cost-efficient ways with a minimum risk that can deliver the maximum benefits.
0: Uh, Got you, Jasjeet. Uh, So my last question is about the career opportunities. I would like to take it into two sections. The first section is about how the Australian market, and the second is a global market. So what career opportunities you see for the freshers, students, and uh, student community to see the next five years about adoption of these new technologies and what kind of technologies you recommend to learn them. Jasjeet.
1: Sure, thanks, Vijay. Uh, I think this is uh, uh, this is the most important part in my view because uh, the upcoming uh, students are going to be actually you know the future of the industry and of course uh, there is a lot that needs to happen in the next, uh, again, you know, um, 20, 30, 40 or 50 years. And it is going to be a drastical and the radical changes that has not been actually witnessed in the past. So from the career opportunities perspective, I think the students who are pursuing the engineering concepts, uh, engineering degrees, uh, for sure there's a bright future. Uh, We know for sure energy industry has a long standing. role play in the development of any country's uh, economy uh, it actually fuels every other sector uh, practically so there's a there's a bright opportunity if you are becoming um, if you are if you are pursuing the engineering uh, streams uh, if you're becoming electrical engineers you're becoming electronics engineers your computer engineers you can regardless of many of that you can actually contribute to energy industry and in terms of topping it up what you're doing as the um, as the basic education you also can learn more about these emerging technologies that we just now spoke about uh, uh, before this question about how do i how do i sharpen my skill set how do i stand apart in the crowd by not having just one skill but also having the complementary skills uh, that goes along together to create a larger value in terms of my employment. Like, so if my employers were to pick me up, how I can differentiate myself. And once I'm into the ecosystem, how I would be actually delivering more benefits, uh, or I would be more uh, effective in terms of being part of the key and the critical projects. So from the technologies perspective, I think it, it really depends upon your interest as well as you can pick up something from, whether there is a lot of options now around data science, there is a you know lot of uh, you will see the news coming up like you know the data science is the highest paying jobs. Similarly, is the true for the IoT, the cloud architectures, uh, the digital transformation. There are a lot of uh, leading institutes that are offering these courses. You can learn these courses. You can have these courses virtually, actually. So I think you have to pick up a little bit from your interest perspective. Uh, You need to see that how should I combine at least two different uh, skill sets in my repertoire so I can be distinguished in what I do and I also provide a larger value. So definitely at least I can recommend for the people who are pursuing something in energy industry. I think knowing the engineering is definitely is is a basic skill set. You need to learn the engineering concepts but if you also learn the digital concepts uh, what is exactly IOT, how it can actually help in the uh, in making the businesses better? Uh, what exactly is about the data science? What do I need to learn about the data science? What kind of a benefits the data science can deliver in terms of the impacts that the current industry is facing? And what kind of a benefits I can get if I do uh, the design thinking kind of a concept, or so I do the gamification kind of a concept. So you can actually create a more value for yourself, and you can actually create a larger value for the industry as well. So I think it's a it's a matter of of course, bit of understanding yourself, and also finding it out within your um, the strength areas where you can play a larger role, you know, for the industry, and of course coming back to you know your own uh, aspirations.
0: Uh, thanks, Jajit, uh, for joining us and sharing your valuable insights on digital transformation, industry 4.0, and emerging technologies, and also uh, the business benefits and challenges and the other technologies which are very relevant for students, professionals, and uh, communities.
1: Sure, Vijay. It is all my pleasure, and I would say to all your uh, audience uh, Feel free to connect if they would like to have any questions, if they would like to understand or share any experience. I'm more than happy to connect and share my perspectives.
0: Thank you, Jayshid. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Vijay.